there. Repeat this after me and say, I win, they lose. Say, I win, they lose. In Jesus' name. Come on and give God a great praise right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. It is so good to see you in the house of God tonight. Hallelujah. Encourage somebody. Say, may God do you well. May God do you well tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. I'm never saying again that this is a familiar scripture because you may not be familiar with it. But I'm going to go here and then we're going to go to Colossians. All right. We are starting a new series before we start reading called Jesus and Jesus and what does this mean? What does this mean? I want to explain this to you tonight. There's a reason why we put a red, a red mark between at the end because this series was birthed out of people. There is a misconception that is going on that is creeping in the church to the idea that Jesus is not enough. That this idea that Jesus is just, he's just an addition to life, but he is not what life should be centered around. It is the idea where I can still have Jesus and still sit at the buffet of philosophy. It is the idea that I can still have Jesus and still try to search for something that I feel that Jesus cannot complete. It is the idea, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm trying to address to our church tonight is the idea that Jesus is not sufficient enough for you and I. That while Jesus is good for some things, he's not good for all. While Jesus fits in this part of my life, he, 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 he's not the one who I have to revolve everything around. That life is not revolved around Jesus, but he's just a piece that I can have along with the many plethora of things that make up my life. And if we're not careful, ladies and gentlemen, in the church, the idea is even seeking in that there is something that is within you and I that is absent or uh, uh, absent from Jesus that we can obtain. With the preaching of humanism and secularism and new age philosophy with the idea that all power is in oneself. That energy and all you need is positive energy. You really don't need Jesus. And so here is the idea about Jesus and is that Jesus plus a substitute can fill the void. And what I'm here in this series to get you to understand tonight is that Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, his deity of him, not just being man, but him being fully God is the only way, ladies and gentlemen, and is the only, the only, he's the way, the truth and the life and that everything that you ever do in life has to evolve around him. He cannot just be a piece that you put on your plate along with other philosophies or what other ways of thinking that you can just mix it all together and think that you're going to find wholeness or think you're going to mix that together and think you're still going to find your way. But the only way you can obtain purpose is not absent from Jesus. The only way that you can go, oh my God, can deal with the void that is in your life.
life and deal with that restlessness and deal with the trauma is not just through other means but it's only through Jesus because you can see a therapist and you can see all these other people and it's nothing wrong with that but there's something that Jesus has that a therapist can't unlock that they can give you a remedy but he's the oh my God Jesus is not just a remedy he's a fix to the whole issue Say, Jesus is everything to me. He's everything to me. And the moment you get that through your mind, the moment you let that sink into your heart, you won't work as hard as you've been working. You wouldn't work as hard to try to figure it out. Jesus died so you don't got to figure it out by yourself. But through him is the answer to this life. Is the answer to what you're going through. Is the answer to the world today. Through Jesus, through Jesus, through Jesus tonight. And the reason why is because, oh my God, I didn't even plan to go this direction tonight. But the reason why is because we still are settling for the same thing that tripped Eve and Adam up in the garden, ladies and gentlemen. It's the same thing that tripped them up tonight to think that they can still have all of this tranquility, but yet there was still, they felt that there still was something missing. Hallelujah. The reason why you still feel like there's something missing is because you haven't searched out God. You stood for that little surface level of thinking with not understanding that there's more to God that meets the eye and that's why you got to understand tonight that Jesus with him is everything and so we're still falling ladies and gentlemen for the lie that was in the garden that the devil deceived Eve with thinking that God was hiding something from her he said did God really say that did God really say that he knows that if you eat of that tree he, it will make you like him not understanding and not Eve not being understood or being taught by Adam to know that we are already like God. And so Jesus and ladies and gentlemen, the reason for this series is so I can, so that it can work on all of us to know that guess what Brandon, guess what Brittany, guess what Dom, guess what everyone, that you cannot go in this life with Jesus and an add-on. It's either him or nothing. Stop sitting around looking at your favorite. It's nothing wrong with listening to people. It's nothing wrong with listening to things. But if you're not careful, you will allow this new age philosophy to get into your spirit and think that with the old guy, I can have Jesus and I can have my Instagram, uh, 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 Instagram influencer. I want to have Jesus and plus my influencers because they help me with this thing called life and they can get me to somewhere that, uh, 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 or, or, or get me to somewhere that I don't think I can get myself to no I'm telling you tonight that only through Jesus say only through Jesus only through Jesus Jesus is the way to promise Jesus is the way to prosperity now and more importantly Jesus is the way to God that you cannot go through any other person outside of Jesus Jesus is sufficient for everything that you're going through in your life say he is sufficient so it's the lie that was in the garden that Eve 
fell for is because here is what the devil plays on us with is that ah maybe there's something that God is leaving out to you and that's why you and I feel don't feel as content in our relationship with God because we feel as though that there's something more that is outside of God that you can't get from him that's the reality we feel that there is something outside of God that we cannot get from him and so yes I got Jesus and plus this Jesus and that Jesus and this and so we got all of this and 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 Jesus is saying to us tonight when am I going to become the only bring that you run to when are you going to start trusting who I am? When are you going to start putting your faith in me and not putting your faith in me and this? Hey everyone, it's Brittany here. And have you downloaded Transformations Church app? Make sure you download it right now. You can click the link in our bio right now and get all exclusive access to all of our great content from podcasts of the messages. You can listen back to it on the go. You can also enjoy inspiring messages and scripture given from Pastor Brandon and Pastor Dom as well. And you can also enjoy all of our events, keep up with us, and stay connected with us. And don't forget, transformation starts here. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 says, And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. I'm just going to stop right there. The word sufficient, ladies and gentlemen, in the Greek, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, means enough. It means enough. This is the words of Jesus. Means that it, he, it is enough. That my grace is enough for, 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 for you, Paul. Yes, Paul saw the third heaven, saw some things that he couldn't even utter, that he could not talk about. And he says, my grace to him. And what God does is put a thorn in his flesh that he prayed three times to remove. And God did not remove it. I'm not here to talk about the thorn. I'm here to go straight to talking about because we're so used to pain, pain, pain. But let me take you to what Jesus said. It's sufficient for you. My grace, even though you have a thorn, is sufficient for you. Don't dwell on the thorn. Dwell on my grace and it being enough for you. And see, the reality is, is ladies and gentlemen, the reason that you feel that you want to go outside of God because you think that his grace is not sufficient for you. You don't think that it's enough. You don't think that you can be content with what you have. You don't think that God can open up further doors than what you think that you don't already obtain. And so the reality is that he tells Paul that it's just enough. <laughs> oh my God, help me in this room tonight. That his grace is sufficient for you. That everything I am is with you. That it is enough that, oh my God, not that I'm just enough, but I am that I'm everything for you. That's what you got to understand that grace is sufficient. He died so you can have his sufficiency. That's why we celebrate communion the Sunday. And that's why we take time to remember how the grace of God, because him being a blood, oh my God, oh my God, a drink offering poured out for us. He may, he poured out for us so that we don't have to be empty, but we could be full with him and full with being enough 
Hallelujah. You know how when you eat food, ladies and gentlemen, and you know when you did gotten full and you can't go more than that, ladies and gentlemen, that's the same way. Here was what we got. We got the sufficiency of God's grace, but yet you still don't feel like you're full enough. So then you overeat on stuff that you should not even go to and that you feel sick off of it because you did too much. I've been there. I've done that. And you are in the bathroom and suffering for the consequences of doing too much. The reason why I came here tonight to tell you, you're doing too much. You need to set back. You need to sit back because you're doing too much. And you need to chill with God's grace and let that be enough for you. Hallelujah. Come on, if you believe that, shout amen. Hallelujah. You, you're doing too much. He's saying your grace, his, my grace is sufficient for you. It's sufficient for you. That's what I'm trying to tell you tonight. I'm dealing with the idea that you don't think that Jesus is enough. That, that you, but And here's the thing that I'm also going to deal with. Your fear of feeling that he's not enough. Hallelujah. Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, that listen to me, because of your how you may have grown up, because of your trauma of your past, or the trauma of family, of feeling like you're not covered, and feeling like you're empty, and feeling like you're, oh my God, you have to fend for yourself, will make you feel that God is not sufficient, because the people who portrayed God to you, was not a good, rep oh my God, a, represent a representation of who God is, and that has clouded your judgment of who you think God is. So when he says something to you, you don't think that he's going to come through because all you've felt in your life is rejection. People getting your hopes up for it to come down. But what Jesus is saying that I'm enough and by me being enough for you, you will never lack a day in your life. Remember the time you thought like, how God, how are you going to get me this? How's that going to happen? And God, oh my God, had to do something to show you have not. Do you not know who I am? Do you not understand the favor that you got on your life? Don't you understand that you are my child and that I'm not going to leave you to yourself? You're not an orphan. You're not a, oh my God, you're not a bastard child. You are my child through the adoption of the Holy Ghost. If you believe it, shout amen. So here it is. So we add these things on because we're overdoing it. And Paul's saying here, I mean, Jesus saying to Paul, listen, it is enough. Here it is. It is e enough. Sometimes you don't feel like your identity in Christ is enough. You still feel like there's something more outside of Jesus that can make my identity feel like it's more than what it is. So I pursue everything else. And am I saying there is wrong to do it? No, it's not wrong to pursue good things. It's wrong to do it absent of God. Are you hearing me tonight? And so here's the thing. Jesus... And this whole deal of understanding that it's sufficient. His sufficient grace is enough for where your life is at and where it's going. And constantly and constantly, you will see in your life as you continue to center your focus on Jesus. I really am going to dare you for the rest of this year. Keep your attention on Jesus. 
I want to dare you to do it. I want to dare you not to go to that, not to go to this. Let him direct your path. I want to put you on a challenge. I bet you you'll be a lot further by the end of this year than what you've been trying to do on yourself. I guarantee you. You want to put money on it? We can put money on it. Well, Brandon, the devil going to chase me. Of course he is because you're trying to keep your focus on him. But guess what? You will never be defeated. Why? Because God has already made your path straight. And he can come with his darts. And he can come with that, but it won't succeed. Are you hearing me tonight? Are you hearing me? For when I am weak, he is what? Strong. He's strong. Because I have this sufficiency. Here it is. Let me go to Colossians. Can I explain something in Colossians real quick? Here it is. Colossians chapter 2 verse 4. It says, now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit. This is Paul talking to the church of Colossae. Rejoicing to see your good order and steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Can I give you some background information briefly? Because I can't dwell here. I might have to finish this Tuesday. Watch this. Paul was concerned for the church of Colossae and the church near it, Laodicea. Now, here is the connection that you must understand. One of the seven churches of Asia that Jesus addresses in Revelations, if you don't know this, I'm telling you now, is found in Revelations chapter 2. In Revelations chapter 2 through 3, you will see that Jesus talks to these seven churches of Asia Minor. And this is what he writes to each house of each, each leader to the houses of these churches. And one of the churches that he talks about in, in Revelations 2 and 3 is the church called Laodicea. This church, Laodicea, what Jesus had a problem with them is them being lukewarm. Here is why Jesus had a, pro- Jesus had a problem with their Christian-ish state. Are you hearing me tonight? He had a problem with them. He had a problem with them. He says, I'd rather you be all the way in or not be in at all. I heard this. Oh, my God. I heard this preacher. I'm telling you, you got to be really careful with watching Christian television. Sometimes some of the stuff they say is erroneous. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And this is supposed to be a Christian network. I tell you, this is sad. But anyway, I've heard them say something, oh, that text is spoken wrong. No, it's not. It's as Jesus said it is. Either you're going to be all in or you're not. Here's the thing. Laodicea is lukewarm, just like what God is saying to me about this Jesus and message series of why people are lukewarm in their faith. They want Jesus and this. They don't want to be fully in, but they don't want to be fully out. And Jesus said that whole black and white, that whole gray area thing is not working. It's not working. You playing in the gray area. It's either black or white with me. Either you're going to have all of me and you're going to experience the wholeness that I have and the completeness that I have or you're not. Either you're going to really experience the blessings of God in your life and accept that my sufficient, I'm sufficient enough for you or you're not. That's why we see, that's why we don't experience the fullness of God because we just want a little bit of him. Here it is. Verse six, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted, built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. 
He wants you to say, I want you to be rooted and built up. That means you got to plant yourself somewhere. And as you're planted somewhere, you're getting built up and established in your faith. Here's the problem where most people have. They don't want to be committed to anything. That's why people don't like marriages. Uh, I think marriages is going to ruin everything. It's the dumbest thing I have, I ever heard. Why is that the dumbest thing I ever heard? Because we can commit each other to, we can commit and do things with each other. And we could commit to live with one another. But at the end of the day, you can't commit to a marriage? What is this? What is this? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's dumb. It's stupid. Why is it stupid? Oh, you want to get to know the person first. There's no commitment there. There's no commitment there. There's nothing there. Are you hearing me tonight? I'm here to help you understand something. That what it is, is Jesus is saying, I need a commitment of you. I am, everyone in this room, Jesus wants a commitment from you. He wants a commitment from you. He wants a commitment from me. I have to walk in this thing just like you. This series is not just about you, it's about all of us tonight. There's things in Brandon that God has to commit himself to. To remember to keep yourself on the focus path and not feeling like there's shortcuts to get to where you need to go. Said, I want you to be, I want you to stay there. I want you to be committed to something. Are you hearing me? Hey everyone, I'm Oticia, worship leader here at Transformation Christian Fellowship, and we want you to connect your faith with ours by being a part of the Only Believe Capital Campaign. Your contribution to this campaign will help us relocate to the Silver Spring, Maryland area by bringing us closer to the people we serve with more transportation accessibility than what we have currently limited here. It's really simple. All you have to do is text TCF1 to 77977. Under the tab button, select the Only Believe Capital Campaign and enter your amount. It's that simple. We thank you for partnering with us and believing God with us for unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities. And remember, transformation starts here. We want you to connect your faith with us as we embark on an ambitious capital campaign entitled Only Believe. Support us by playing a part in the next stage of our church's history. Here it is. Beware lest any, anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the traditions of men according to the basic principles of the world and not according to Christ. Here's the thing. For in him dwells all fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Everyone, please read verse 10 out loud. Read it now. I need you to say it like you actually mean it. He says, what? You are what? Complete. Did he say you half? No, he said, I, you are complete. Here's what deceives us. You want to hear what deceives us? It's the, first, it's the first one. It says, you cheat you through philosophy. This new age philosophy, in that day, there was things that they were called the, uh, uh, Gnosticism. Gnosticism was the idea that God would not never come in a, that God did not come in a mere body to the earth. That there were other things or other means or little spirits that God used, but not himself coming to mere world. 
okay? Then there was Jewish mystical traditions that passed down that were nothing biblical about it. That deceived people. And it's the same thing that happens now. We are deceived through the basic principles of this world. And there's nothing wrong with pursuing knowledge and wisdom. But here's the idea. Knowledge and wisdom it cannot be apart from Jesus. Because in him is all knowledge and wisdom. Nothing outside of this world that is complicated you can understand through your natural way of thinking. You cannot understand spiritual realities on a carnal mind. Here's the thing, and this is why Paul says, and that's why I'm talking about this being sufficient in God's grace, because here's the thing, for in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That's why Paul said that, because what he was saying that in Jesus being the physical representation of God, in bodily form. Yeah. Body we were then made complete in him. He had to first be broken so we could be complete. He had to first be beaten so that we could be complete. He had to first experience death so we could experience life. Oh my God, help me in this room tonight. Do you get what I'm saying? He had to go through those things so he could experience, so that you and I would not have to taste that. Hallelujah. Oh my God. And, that, and here's the thing that we're complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. That whatever spirit, oh my God, that he is the head of all fallen angels. Demons have no power. They're subjected under him. Yeah. And here's why it's sufficient, because the Bible says there is no other name in heaven on earth that men can be saved. The reason why Jesus came in bodily form is so that his sufficient grace could save you. All right. All right. Can I move? Here's the other one. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be God the Father of, all, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed us with every what? Spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. That you've been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Who is that found in? It's found in Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying tonight? That it is found in Jesus the Christ. That every spiritual blessing that you will ever experience is not found opposite of God. Here's the other one. First, second Peter chapter one, verse three, as divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Here's the thing. Why do you not think that Jesus is sufficient when the Bible says and Peter says that he's given us power to us all things that pertain to life and godliness that through the knowledge of him who called us by the glory and virtue that through him. Ladies and gentlemen, that you have everything pertaining to life and godliness. Wisdom is found through Christ. Everything containing your life and everything that has revolved around your life, life's decisions, life purpose, everything, and in your holiness and all of that is found through him. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. So what am I telling you tonight? That it is not Jesus and. 
that is only Jesus. And Jesus is the one who is sufficient. He is enough. And what I'm trying to get you to understand tonight is to get you to a place of understanding that you cannot, oh my God, that if you abide in him and his word abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will and he'll give it to you. And that's what my, my Bible also tells me, that apart from him, you can do nothing. And the reality of this truth, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, that you can do everything else, but you won't see success. You can do everything else outside of Jesus and thinking that it's your brain and thinking that you're understanding can lead you in a greater way in your pride and in your arrogance to think that it can do you can do something outside of the intelligence and outside of the drawing and the leading of God and the reality is you can try and try but here's the thing you're working harder and you're not working smarter and the reality is you're not working smarter because a smart man and a wise man understands to build with God because unless God builds the house all of it is in vain are you hearing me tonight you can build with other philosophies and what the scripture says is that you will sink but when you put your plan and you plant your feet on the word of God and you allow the word of God to be your base that no matter what throws up against you you will stand why because it's not Jesus plus everything else and you know why this generation is failing now? Because they don't know how to fight. They don't know how to fight. That's why this generation is failing now. Because you don't understand when life comes your way, who to run to. You can run to YouTube, it ain't gonna help you. You can run to Instagram, that ain't gonna help you. You can run to Facebook, that ain't gonna help you. But I know who to run to. And that's why, if you know who to run to, if you know who to look to, you can look to Socrates, that ain't gonna help you. You can look to Allah, that ain't gonna help you. Help you. You can look to all your Instagram blessed posts. That ain't gonna help you. Only the Word of God and Jesus alone will be able to help you in your time of need. How you hear me tonight? Get out of here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's why we don't know what to give to people. And but Paul and John, I mean Peter and John knew what to give. He's a silver and gold I do not have. But what I have, I'll give you. And you don't you're not giving nobody anything because you don't have it. Because you're thinking that it's, it's in something that you have to give. But it's Jesus who you have. Hallelujah. You think that problem in your family's life is going to be fixed with money? No. It's going to be fixed with your family coming back to Jesus. That's why it's going to be fixed. You think that your problem's going to solve your problem? You think a woman and a man's going to solve your problem and make you whole? Only Jesus is going to make you whole. No man can make you whole. No woman can make you whole. The only person that will make you whole is Christ and Christ alone. Jesus to Christ, the theme of the church says on Christ, the solid rock I stand, on oh, all else is sinking sand. Stand to your feet tonight, stand to your feet and pray for the person next to you. Come on, get in a circle, pray for everyone that's near you, in the name of Jesus. 
Come on, pray that it won't take. Pray that the grace of God will be enough for them. In the name of Jesus tonight, come on, Zion, and pray for them in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We love your name, Lord. Let us not be a people that wonders. The heart is prone to wonder, Holy Spirit. But help us, oh God, not to wonder a day in our lives. Help us, oh God, when we wonder, wonder. Let the power of God lead us back. Let the power of God draw us and keep us sound in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you that you became rich, that you became poor so that we could become rich. We thank you tonight that your power is sufficient and it's more than enough. Your grace is amazing. Your love is amazing. In the name of Jesus, everything that we have comes from you. Everything that we need comes from you. In the name of Jesus Christ tonight. And if anyone needs to be healed mentally and spiritually, let them be healed in the power of the name of Jesus tonight. We pray, God, that we will look to you who's the author and the finisher of our faith tonight that for the joy that was set before you you endured a cross despising the shame and we bring every low thing under your submission today we bring our flesh under submission tonight and say God have your way in our lives tonight God you get the glory God you get the praise tonight God receive our glory God receive our praise God in the name of Jesus we stand here in humble prayer tonight and ask you Holy Father to forgive us of any sin forgive us of leaning away from you forgive us of when we go out of your will but God keep us steadfast 